Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The College Football Show, presented by Bud Light. For the next hour, we'll have special guests and get you caught up on Eagles football. The Boston College Football Show is presented by Bud Light. Crisp, please enjoy responsibly. And also sponsored by McGovern Auto Group, the official auto group of Boston College Athletics. Now it's time to talk BC football. Along with head coach Steve Adazio, here's John Meter Perel. And happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to Donahue's in Watertown. Great to have you with us. For the BC Football Show with Pete Cronin, the old linebacker. I'm John Mediparel, joined as always by the coach Steve Adazio. The Eagles were gritty, they were gutty. They played a terrific game against Wake Forest despite the result as they fell to the Demon Deacons 27 24. Coach, I think it was uh, indicative of what your team is made of. I felt like Pete and I both felt like you played very hard and you played well. It's just a matter of that final three point margin and, and the margin of defeat. Yeah, I mean, I thought we made progress and. Uh... I thought we played, you know, a really good football game. Um, you know, as I, I was telling Pete, I mean, you know, offensively we had uh, 533 yards of offense in that game, um, which is a huge amount of offense, and we did it in 24 minutes. Um, but we've got to improve uh, in the red zone where we, have, you know, had a couple scoring opportunities that we didn't capitalize fully on. Um, so I thought that was good. I thought on defense we played, you know, much a sounder game. We still have to get off the ball and uh, get off the field on third down. You know, I thought both third downs need to improve, our defensive third down and our offensive third down. Um, you know, both of those third downs were a little skewed on, on defense. We had a lot of third and twos. You're not going to win a lot of those. We didn't. Um, on offense, we had four third downs that were, we knew we were taking two downs to get it, and we ended up getting it. So that shows as a non-third down conversion, but it converted on fourth down which was what the plan was. So, But even having said that, I think we need to improve on third down, both sides of the ball, and uh, we can't miss on these scoring opportunities because we've got to you know, keep pace. And I'd say at 533 yards, we had 270-something rushing and 270-something throwing, and we had a bunch of seven explosives. And, you know, you'd like to have that translate to 30-plus points. Um and, and it didn't. Um, that's about as much offense as we've ever had here. And, uh, you know, and balanced and, and strong, very strong. But yep. we, needed, we, needed, we needed obviously one more score, but, you know, at least two more scores, which were totally attainable. And I thought the other thing was I thought we started slowly in the first quarter, um, but then came on like gangbusters. I mean, we played after that. We were kind of really going. So, you know, those are the things we're working on. Those are the things we have to improve upon and uh, get ready to go down and beat Louisville. I think yeah. one thing that gets lost, too, especially in the loss, is the fact that you are so explosive. You're tied for the, for the league lead with Clemson and Florida State and Wake Forest and plays with 30 yards plus. Yeah. So you, you've become a really explosive team that, you know, whether that's isolated or not, I think that's still a very prevalent statistic. No, that's important. And I think we're 26th in the country in offense right now. 
Right. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're, we're moving along at a pretty good clip, and we've played four Power 5 teams. We're not playing a bunch of pad-statting teams. So um, I think that's real. Um, I, I like I like our improvement. I, I like where we are. I thought, you know, I thought we came back in, in two straight weeks on defense and, and, and played a, 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 a very good football game. I thought uh, we played, we improved. We played physically tough. Um, I was really uh, proud of our defense, and uh, I think we got to continue to keep improving with that young defense that we have, and I thought we saw that improvement. Is it perfect? No. Um, and our job is to just keep working every week to keep improving um, the things that we need to improve upon. That's our focus. And uh, I think the team has got a great attitude and mentality. The staff has got a great attitude and mentality. I would say we're extremely energized and extremely excited to get to practice tomorrow, if that's if you can believe that, and um, and to get ready to play, uh, to go down the road and play Louisville. So there's a lot of good ball ahead of us, man, and, and, and uh, we're excited to play it. I was looking at that, some of those uh, Wake Forest drives, and there's a reason defenses like to, if you if you're going to have a, a a drive on offense, extend the make make the other guy earn it. Most teams don't have the discipline to have a ten or a twelve or a fifteen play drive without making a mistake. So credit to Wake Forest, but credit to your defense. You had a lot of sh- uh, third and shorts, which means they had to earn those first downs. Right. They, were, they weren't automatics. So I think you, there was a lot of Pete, a lot of dribble yards in there. A lot of like all of a sudden, you know, we're there, we're making a good hit, and they're spinning, and they're getting maybe two extra yards than they should have on each down, yards, yeah. and that's putting us into third and shorts. I'd like to see us. I think we're tackling better. I think we're playing gap control better. Um, but I think that, you know, we got to get a little bit more knockback. We had some knockback tackles or some decleat tackles, um, and I think that we've got to put them in, in a little more stressful third downs. And, you know, you don't want to be in too many – third and two to threes you want more third and six sevens right. you know so but you know they got a big strong running quarterback um and, and two good running backs i mean those are honestly like those i mean if you're at the game i think your walk away was those two teams were two good teams that battled each other hard and uh you know we just got to go find a way to make the extra play to win the game and that's the thing that uh, looking back at their short history this year They've won a couple close ones, and yep. you talk about teams knowing how to win. They probably had a little bit go, that little bit of that going for them coming to this game. Yeah, I mean they won some won some games, uh, you know, and and they're a good. Like I said, they're a good team. We we know we battled them. We have a good team. I think, um, you know, like I said, there's a lot of ball here left to play. We got to go play it, and and we, what we have to do is keep our confidence up and and keep improving and getting better, uh, and that's what you're up against um, in college football a little bit, you know, is just the ability to, to, to keep grinding away at it. And, uh, you know, in this day and age you're in, you know, there's, there's so much negativity that, you know, you gotta, you got you to stay above the line and you just got to believe in who you are and what you're about, you know. And, that's, and, and I think our t- kids have a great mentality. I really do. I, I know they do. So well, you're going into midseason, week six, the immortal words of Bob Seeger turn the page. Next, regardless of the outcome of Saturday's game, yeah, we play Louisville, Louisville on Saturday. You got you got to roll yes. to the next one, right? That, Listen, we I come in here on Monday with you guys, and we talk about it because this is a radio show. But I, I, all I can tell you is I've I'm, I've long gone on to Louisville. So like you know, I mean, and, and and that's the way it has to be for all the reasons that you know it has to be that way. And you know, people sometimes you know I have friends that will grab me and call me and. 
they want to go rehash the game. I'm like, you know, really, I don't have the time for that. I, I just don't. I mean, I got so much work to do, and we had, we had a, you know, we, we, we start our walkthrough with our team at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. I mean, I got in this morning, and, and this is not like, oh, woe was me, but I'm just saying I, I, I did not leave the offensive staff room from 10 minutes of 7 this morning until 30 seconds before I left to come here, okay? I mean, didn't leave other than to go to the bathroom for a couple minutes. I mean, that was it. Ate there, sat there, and everybody on the staff did. So I'm like, I don't have – so, like, you know, you take a call, you got a good friend or someone call you. I, I mean, like, everybody's good intentioned, but you're like, is that dude, why, is that I got to go. You, is that why you didn't pick the phone up when I called? Yeah. <laughs> when I see your I'm number, sure take I blo- it's blocked. <laughs> blocked anyway. <laughs> Well, one of the other things, though, is there's no preseason. Here we are, mid-season. You've kind of talked about it. But what do you know about your team at this point? I think you've got a couple of really important pieces in place. Yeah, here's what I know about our team. We're gritty. We're tough. Um, I think we have a pretty damn good offense. We're pretty explosive. We're physical. What piece don't you really like? I mean, you know, I think even Anthony threw the ball, I thought, extremely well for most of that game. Um, I think on defense – our kids are really stepping it up right now. Um, we're improving for sure. We're playing physical. Um, we're young there. We've got eight, eight new faces there. Yeah. But you know what? And I say young. I should say inexperienced. Not all young, but inexperienced. And, um, and we're getting better and we're growing. And uh, as that defense keeps coming, and I think the offense will keep going, um, you know. And we're at a spot right now, quite honestly, like we get everybody's best shot right now. You know, oh yeah, because when people play us, they know they're gonna they're gonna be drugging that thing. So I mean, you know that's and and, and that's that's part of learning how to handle that. You know, and and uh, they so. also know. I think from the physicality standpoint of it, I'm sure Dave Clausen spoke to you about it. Maybe he didn't after the yeah. game. No, I'm Dave. Sure. Dave called me today, and uh, he talked about how their players after the game and yesterday in the film said, you know, this is, by far every year this is the best team they play and the hardest team. We're the hardest team to prepare for and. He kind of, you know, he didn't have to call me, but, you know, he said, he said, I, Steve, I just want you to know, he said, you got a hell of a football team. He goes, that was two really good football teams playing each other on that field Saturday. And uh, it was nice of him, you know. I mean, like, I don't talk to a lot of the other coaches in our league during the season, but he felt it necessary to call me. And um, Well, when you, you beat know, him next year, you'll have to reciprocate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not real good on all that, you know. I just kind of like moving on. Write it know? down. I don't talk to anybody before the game. I'm just, you know. Well, you don't know much about, maybe you do, about Scott Satterfield, the new coach at Appalachian nah, State. I can tell you what I know from what I, I only care about what I watch on the film. Um, he has done a great job already. They're, they're very fundamentally sound. They're playing really hard. He's got them sound and playing hard. I don't see any of the nonsense I saw before. They're talented now. They've got, they, yep. they didn't lack talent now. They were athletic, and they're very athletic. And you can already see the effects. I mean, that place is a gold mine, and he'll turn that into that real quick, you know, because they can they can get players in there, and they've got talented players. So he's a hell of a coach, you know. You know, and I'll tell you how else I know that. I didn't know much about him before, but I'm watching some App State film right now because, believe it or not, once again, yeah, you don't got much to go on. I don't right? have much to go on because they don't play anybody like us yet, right? Uh, Notre Dame isn't really quite like us, so. I had to go back and watch App State film against Georgia and App State film against Miami from two years ago. It's the same defensive coordinator. But I'll tell you what, I watched that App State team play Georgia. Wow. That was a great-looking football team. 
that was a great – Georgia couldn't move the ball 10 feet, you know. And then they just started throwing us some freaks, and some freaks made some plays. And But, I mean, so that guy can coach football. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, you watch where, you watch that team, and, and, and that was impressive. And then I see what he's done right now, so I'm impressed by him. Um, and I, I've met him at this, in the head coach's meeting, and I, he's a heck of a nice guy, and he's all business. When you sit in that room today for eight hours or whatever it was, more than that, what's, what's step one in the process to break down the tape? So we started yesterday. We spent um, from, you know, we graded the film, went through the film from the week ago, blah, 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 met with the players, blah, blah, blah. And then this whole second half of the day through the evening, I try, we tried to get through um, six game films and then came in this morning and started watching all the formation cut-ups, you know, and then getting on the board and really, you know, putting together our attack and going through painstakingly every front, every stunt, every blitz, every coverage, matching our, our run game to our play-action game. Um, and we all kind of work together in there. Uh, it's a real collaborative effort and uh, just kind of grind it out, you know. Yep. Um, you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday are, are like that, you know, and tomorrow will be more heavy emphasis on third down blitz. Um, Wednesday, heavy on the red zone. And then the week starts to taper. Um, but I'll click from when I get through tomorrow, I'll start to click over to watching them on offense. Right. And then I'll, you know, I'll watch the practice tape of the defense, and I'll start to watch them that way. And then I'll start to study their offense and, and you know, and I, you know, I try to help where I can from an offensive perspective looking at their offense and, you know, sometimes making sure that we have the right view of what they're really doing there, you know. Well, a week ago you had. And in the meantime, I got formulate the punt block and the kickoff return, and that's that'll be tomorrow night. So we well, keep going. Never a dull moment. No. Let's do it like Cronin does on a napkin, right? Anything? Well, I I think I explained it quite well, but that's neither here nor there. I was using salt salt shakers and you know all sorts of stuff the other night, but that's all right. Visuals work. Um, Last week you had a great week of practice. I yes. mean, you, you, there was a, 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 it was I called it the uh, organic enthusiasm. Yeah. You no. Know? Um, are you getting that kind of feel again this week? And and uh, and the reason I I mentioned is I think last week you guys really felt they legit they knew they had a legitimate opponent they needed to prepare for it and they owned it. They owned it. Yeah. And so if you can carry that on a week to week basis, that's that's optimal, obviously. But we've had two weeks where we've really stepped everything up, and I think it's shown. I think you've seen measurable improvement. Um, like I said, I think here last week, you know, we've got to have that again this week, and then I'm glad there'll be a bye week because to sustain the way that we've practiced the last two weeks, I would say that's not happening at the vast majority of schools in the country. You know, I mean, we are attacking it you know and and i feel like we have to Mm -hmm. and um we're gonna have to do that again this week i think um and you know and then get to the bye week like i told the team you know we're running the last 50 meters here you know we'll have a we'll have a week off we're gonna we're gonna go you know breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth let's go you know what i mean (laughs) and uh you know that's that's gonna be the mindset here tomorrow um, staff and players alike, and you know, I'll let you know how it goes. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm saying where it's going to be great, but I don't. I'll, I'll tomorrow. tomorrow. Well, yeah. Certainly, a lot of football ahead. We'll get into the Louisville game some more here with Coach Adazio, and a special guest will drop by as well at Donahue in Watertown. Thanks for joining us. This is the BC Football Show, presented by our good friends from Bud Light. Call from Mom. 
Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Out of the shotgun. Play fake. Rolling to the right. Now looking back to the left. Going to the end zone. Wide open. Flowers. Touchdown. Boston College. Dave Flowers. The touchdown. And he's got six. Is that foul worthy? Foul, my friend. Foul. This is the Boston College Football Show. Presented by Bud Light. For more of tonight's show, let's go back to Donahue's with your host, John Meter Burrell. Well, it seems like every time Zay Flowers touches the ball, it's productivity for Boston College, much like the rest of the offense against Wake Forest on Saturday, and they'll be facing a Louisville defense still developing under their first-year head coach, Scott Satterfield. Coach, one thing we do know that both teams like to run the ball. A.J. Dillon, congratulations to him. Third straight week, ACC running back of the week. That is a first in the ACC annals as well. So he's climbing the rushing chart in the nation. And I think he ran the best he's run all year, right? Yeah, I mean, he's had, I thought he had a great – he and David Bailey, they're a great one-two punch. And um, those are two good, two good hard-nosed, tough backs. And uh, I, thought, I thought A.J. played real, real well. Um, and I still think he is yet to have his best game. I think that's coming. Um, but he certainly looks great. And uh, excited about you know where he's headed. Yeah. Well, he, he certainly had his best game in his career at Louisville. It was the coming out party for him. You remember that from a couple of years ago, yeah. 272 yards, and he posterized. I think it was Jair Alexander, a safety, and that was a highlight film for everybody. But how do you remember the safety's name? Oh, I'm good, coach. Right. I'm good. Jason Baum can check if that was the right call, but I think it was. <laughs> You got, I'm not going to question you. <laughs> Crota's not questioning me I have either. Trouble so. with my birthday. But that, that play me. just sticks out to me like anybody else. We saw that. We were like, oh, yeah. my God, how the heck did that happen? Yeah, I mean, he and he had some phenomenal runs. I mean, I think it would be great if he had another day like that Saturday. Yep. Now, the offensive line, how it's developed this year through five games, you're happy with her, with her head? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're one of the better rushing teams in the country. We have the, one of the fewest sacks levels in the country. I don't know how else you can measure an offensive line, right? And how many, how well they protect the quarterback, and and how how well your backs are running the football. So, uh, yeah, I mean they're playing at a high level. And against Louisville now, who's second in the or I believe second in the conference in rushing behind you guys, what do you see from? I know you haven't taken a deep dive into their offense necessarily yet, but what I mean, do they run well? Yeah, I mean, well they're a read zone team, and you know they're going to run out of the pistol and run some double and triple option out of the pistol. And so and they're, they've got really good speed. And, you know, they got a running quarterback, and I think the running quarterback usually is, is makes another layer of, of hard to defend, you know. Um, and they're really quick. I mean, you know, yeah. you, you, I mean, I, you know, I, you know we, we got to make sure we contain the run, you know, and don't let it pop out of there. I thought we did a better job of that. But, you know, Wake Forest was more of a, into the line of scrimmage kind of team and they try to pop out but this will be different this will be like you know real scattish you know what i mean yep and uh you know probably spread the field pretty good you know, I would imagine. Now looking at watching some of the film today cunningham a, a very interesting character where 
Um, it looks like he's being coached to be patient in the pocket. But when it collapses, he does some pretty remarkable things with his feet. Yeah, I mean, he's a great athlete. You know, I mean, those guys are dangerous. They're just dangerous. You know, um, they extend plays. And- yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to stay disciplined in your rush lanes, um, and you got to cup the ball. You know, simple as that. And that'll, you know, that that's something I think that will challenge us. Watch, I watched Florida State and noticed that. Uh, they made a couple of mental mistakes, which was were, which Florida State was capable of uh, capitalizing on. They 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 cost them a cost them a big play. Uh, you know, nobody covering a wide receiver on a blitz, so mistakes happen. Uh, but on the other hand, on the second half of that game, they fought back, down two touchdowns, took the lead. So they you know they're these guys aren't uh, you know the sisters of the poor, as you say, they're athletic and. They can make plays. Explosive. Yeah. Can hit some big plays on you in a hurry. And that's really concerning. You know, so, yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, and for us, uh, hard to get a read on all that right now, you know, based on the games that have been played. You know, um, first game against Notre Dame, I didn't think, you know, you know, it was just kind of a little bit, you know, Notre Dame was kind of. It was early. And they were yeah. missing a couple players, yeah. and they were trying to throw the ball around a little bit. And when they wanted to run it, they could run it. But uh, but this this Louisville team's explosive. Um, they're they're kind of the same way on defense. Like, I mean, they're good tacklers in space. Um, they close the distance really fast. Um, they're athletic up front. Um, they're not huge, um, but uh, and they blitz. I mean, I think they may blitz every snap. Yeah, they look <laughs> a lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of, stuff. of stuff. Trying to get the mismatches and being athletic. You get a miss, phys- an athletic mismatch turns into a big play for them. Yeah, I mean, I just think we got to do a great job of fitting our blocks up and getting those things vertical. You know, five games in now, kind of give you an overview, a good overview of where you're at, uh, what you have to do better, what you what you're happy about defensively. What do you have to do better? Well, I would say third down sticks out, right? We've got to get off the field, so I think third down we got to continue to improve. That's a that's a legitimate issue that we're working on. Um, what does that mean? Well, I think it means a lot of things. I think we've got to do a better job on first and second down and getting these things into a little bit longer longer third down. I think our coverage needs to tighten up a little bit. I think we're loose in the coverage. Um, I think offensively, I, I would say the same thing. I think consistency, although we were number two, we were thinking the conference in third down last week, I think we'll probably drop a little bit after last after this past game. But you know, third down is a big picture. I'm more interested in third and medium. Um, I would say that's where I think we need to improve a little bit, third and medium. We're actually pretty good in third and long and third and short. It's third and medium where I think we need the consistency to keep those drives alive. You know, like, you know, in that game, you know, it was, you know like we had a four, four, uh, fourth and three. You know, like those, 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 those distances to me, I'd like to see us throw and catch that better. You know. Now, another one that jumps at you a little bit is red zone scoring. Yeah, um, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah that's like, wow. I mean, yeah. you, you go back and replay that a million times and, you know, being better in that situation is obviously going to have an impact. Yeah, I mean, we were first and goal from the eight or whatever it was. We ended up kicking a field goal. I mean, you know, a team like us, the way we can run the ball, we should be able to, you know, get from the eight, there. get it in there, yeah. yeah. It seems like also on special teams, I know you've been close to some big plays. Yeah, kickoff return is pretty good right now. I think we've yeah. got that humming pretty good. We yeah. had another... Return over the 50 that set up a score. Um, 
I'd like to see us get our punt return going. I feel like we're not getting, you know, that, that kid was an exceptional punter, but yeah, I'd like to see us. Uh, I'd like to see us um, a little better there. I think, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're trying to get our kickoffs under control. He's, we're kicking the ball better, although we had another one go out of bounds. But I think they're deeper. Um, I like our coverage. I think that's improving. Um, you know, I think our punt protection and coverage is excellent. Um, we don't always, you know, you know, get as much distance as we'd like to get on those punts. Um, and I think, you know, the field goal deal, you know, we're managing Boomer. Um, he's not able to kick, but maybe once a week. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, we were late getting that off, but he put that through the uprights. Oh, yeah, he um, pointed a leg on it. And okay. I felt good about the next one. If we had the right snap, I felt like we'd probably, you know, well, we had timed it up that, I, you know, we had the wind that are back at that point in time and felt good about that, you know. So, you know, we'll see. Um, I'd like to see us. I, I'd say if you said one thing on, on special teams, I want to see our punt return game. You know, we're not getting a lot of punt return yardage. You know, that, that needs to improve. I watched, uh, again, the, uh, um, Louisville had a punt return, a kickoff return for a touchdown callback. Yeah. Uh, so, again, adding to the explosive nature of that football team, that, that, that's, a, that's a big play. Speed kills. Can't coach it. <laughs> it's, uh... I tried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, I know. Parts are fine, Pete, if you don't have yeah, it. That's right? okay. That's okay. It's called Twitch. Yeah, it's Kinda called genetic. genetics. Yeah, yeah. You know. How are your calves? You got good calves? Oh, if I was a if I was a woman, that would have been very attractive. Boy, that's a thought. It's never too late. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, you're right. Yeah. Maybe we could talk about that off the air, Pete. If you really have to unburden yourself. No, nah, it's okay. Through, through five weeks in college football, what jumps out at you? Any themes that you see? I know you don't pay that much attention nationally, but anything that really jumps out about what's established here in the early five weeks of the season? You mean nationally? Nationally. <laughs> I don't know. Um, ACC-wise, even. On any given Saturday, anybody can win. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you saw North Carolina and Clemson go down to the uh, over uh, to the uh, two-point conversion. Um, I think it's I think it's a wide-open deal. I think obviously the cream of the league is is Clemson for sure, no doubt about that. But you know, you know, college football. I mean, I think this year more than I've seen in most years. I don't care who you're talking about right now. You know, um, anybody's vulnerable. Anybody at any time. It's just the way it is. You know, um, so. Um, and, and I just I, I've seen that the only team that I that I follow uh, that, that seems to be on a, a path above that is Ohio State right now and I don't know that they've had that challenge yet right you know um, but they've been pretty consistently you know up there but uh, other than that I just feel like I, if I whatever I'm catching I try to catch it on Saturday night a little bit I, you know it's all over the lot right now yeah we say there's 10 or 12 teams then there's the rest you know, every there's a just that. that Is deep, there ten or twelve? Well, we don't know. That's kind of. I, a, I would say maybe there's five at the moment you know, that are really the cream of the crop. Maybe. Maybe. Let's see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, it, but I guess that's a good thing for. It's too early. Yeah. Just just remember this, and I say, well, we're mid-season. Well, we're not mid-season yet. We will be, but a lot of teams haven't played anybody yet. A lot right. of teams are have a lot of warm-up games. I mean, there's a lot Correct. of these big teams you're talking about. They've, they've played a one double a they've played a group of five um you know uh, i mean it's too early to tell 
Lots of what? yeah. Well, I'd say you're going to need at least another couple three weeks before you really know on some some places. Some of your biggest teams play their easiest layups early. I mean, they they it's just the way it is, you know. Um, you know, because they they can afford to buy the teams they want to buy to bring them in and set the games that they want to set them. So I mean, you know, there have been a few markets for sure, but there's a lot that for whatever the dynamic, you know, hasn't been hasn't been challenged yet. Well, coming up on the BC Football Show, we'll be joined by a special guest at Donahue's in Watertown. This guy needs no introduction. None. None. Absolutely none. Legend. All I can tell you, he is a legend. That's a good good, good way to set the table coming up here on the BC Football Show. It's Steve Adazio. We'll be back right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Goal for the four, Brown. Just go. Yeah, a little toss and a catch by David Bailey. Wow, a little pitch by Anthony Brown to David Bailey for the touchdown. And the Eagles are one point away from tying it up. Four yards, a pitch by Anthony Brown. That was pretty. And Bailey's got six. Live from Donahue's, you're listening to the Boston College Football Show, presented by Bud Light. Once again, here's John Peter Burrell. And welcome back to Donahue's in Watertown, the home base of many legends in Watertown, including you know, Pete Cronin. Stop there. That starts number one, of course. <laughs> oh, there, there are a couple other ones. But you know, on the list, I think you might be slightly I don't behind. Think, I don't think you start with me. No, you don't start with you. I, I love you. But you got to start with one Jerry York, <laughs> the legendary BC hockey coach, exactly. who is a Hall of Famer in many walks of life. Jerry, good to see you. How are you? Excellent, John. I'm very excited about being here. I've come a couple of times not being on the dais, and I've had a chance to you know, watch Steve and you guys, and I enjoy that. Yeah, we see you all the time, and we appreciate you dropping by. You know, One thing that people might not know about you, you're a huge football fan, right? Well, I love football. It's college football. I'm not as much as a pro. I mean, I like to follow the Patriots, but the college game, I'm just uh, fascinated by it, and uh, you know, especially BC football, and I think Steven's doing an unbelievable job. I'm, I'm a big, big fan of his. And, uh, you know, I like that Bailey guy. You know, I know A.J. is the <laughs> he's our marquee guy. But, boy, we've got another, you know, really good running back. And, yes. uh, you know, so I really enjoy watching it. I was bummed out this weekend because I had to go recruiting at USHL and oh uh, Pittsburgh. And, uh, you know, just got bits and pieces of the game. So, Well, how would you do in Pittsburgh? I think we got some good players. So. That's good. I think it's worth it. Yeah, it was <laughs> worth it, yeah. yeah. You know, we could probably work something out if you do some more recruiting. Can't take us with you. XM Radio. You know. My pretty is not nearly what you cover your uh, taste in we food. We might be so. able to work things out. You know. Jerry, that must be one of the battles that you fit. Not a battle, but I guess from, from a perspective of every year it gets tougher to recruit high-level talent, even though BC seems to get the cream of the crop. What's it like from that perspective? And your assistant coach is on the road all the time, just constantly seeking out the best talent. Oh, every sport. Football is the exact same. Steve and I, and you know, we, we face the same obstacles. You know, uh, the players we want, certainly other people want. And every once in a while, you get someone that's been overlooked, and he turns into a Pete Cronin. You know, uh, 
But Set the bar diving higher, in coach. the rough. Set the bar higher, coach. You thought I was going to say Doug Flutie, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, it's just always hard recruiting. You can never, even the players you think that are locks, yeah. might not necessarily be locks. So it's constantly recruiting, but then re-recruiting your players before right. the national letter. So it's always challenging. So you, hockey's interesting because uh, they, uh, unlike football, they actually have a draft in high school. So you've got a couple of kids coming in. I'm looking at my notes here. You got a couple of number one draft picks on your coming into the school or at school now. Right. And uh, so, how does all that work? They get drafted, but they don't go to their teams, or well, similar to baseball, they have a choice. You know, the good high school baseball pitcher is drafted, and hey, do I sign with Milwaukee or do I go to the college? And we have the exact same situation. Uh, but ours is uh, once you once you're drafted, you're locked into that team for the next four years. Oh, four years. So okay. it's not after your junior year you have to make a decision. But uh, you know, we've got a you know some really good players. Uh, we have three freshmen this year. They're all first round, and all mid first rounders. I think it's 12, 13, and 17. So they'll have decisions after the year also. Uh, but I think they're. They're really locked in, and they feel good about BC, and I think they're going to stay a while. Yeah, makes, talks, but that makes your job a little bit tougher, doesn't it, when you got a guy who's uh, got that carrot out there, NHL money, obviously, makes it tough on, I think, all coaches to, to keep kids in programs. Yeah, in, in all sports. You know, it's, yeah. it's football. It's, you know, you have to be a little more physically ready to play in that football because there's no minor leagues. Right. But hockey and baseball, you know, and support, even put basketball with that D league, they could sign a player and still groom them. And, you know, some of the pro teams want to have hands-on with their players. But uh, so, I, but I, I, th- I like our team this year. It's exciting. Uh, we're deeper and more talented than we were the last couple of years. Uh, and we opened up. Uh, we have an exhibition game this weekend with yep. University of New Brunswick. But then uh, University of Wisconsin comes in the next Friday. Then we're at uh, Colgate and then two at Denver. So we'll find out really quick where we are. As a, yeah, you as start a with the Thunder. Well, I think it's like what Steve was talking about. You know, some of these teams don't really know how good they are because they've been playing, you know, teams that they've bought with, you know, guarantees. But, you know, I want to find out if we've got warts. Let's find out early yep. and see if we can, you know, not masquerade. Is what we need to work on. And uh, So I think it's good to play a more challenging game. You're also the preseason number one team based on the media poll on Hockey East that was released last Thursday. Uh, do you like that as a coach? Do you? I mean, it's 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 one. It's good. It's positive on one hand, but is it negative on another? Well, I'm thinking something like Peter votes on, you know, media for football. And, you know, you're not sure whether. Right. Would you rather be fifth than one? <laughs> no, I I'd rather uh, be one at the end of the year. You know, this is uh, newspaper talk, and and even uh, I don't know how much time you take to you know, rank teams one through eleven. You know, it's we've got other things on our mind and. I'm sure the media does, too. And you're ranked 11th in the latest top 20 poll that just came out today, too. So okay. high expectations, which is good. Because you always have them, though, at BC. You're 26th year now at Boston College. And what are you most optimistic about? I, I just think our senior, uh, especially uh, Dave Cotton, returned to school. He, like Peter said, he had a chance to leave. And, and Logan Huskers a junior, the same. And they kind of said that we've got some unfinished business. They haven't been excited about where we've played the last couple of years and you know, one of the things was, hey, I want to stay and get my degree. But another was part of it, hey, I want to leave a more intangible mark here. So we kept our two players that we thought we might lose. Yep. And we've got some depth now. We've got a big senior class and a big freshman class. So, uh, But we're quick and we're, we're fast. It's, 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 I'm pretty excited by the, uh, the effort that I've seen on our ice so far this year. 
how could you how would you size up hockey east you know traditionally very tough conference but then you would bring in some of those midwestern conferences big tens a big one i mean there's a yeah. how would you size hockey east up collectively in the, on a national scale i think we're right there you know uh it's like comparing the acc with a you know the big ten or the big ten with the southeast conference you know this they're all good leagues and i think with ourselves and the you know the big ten hockey or the ecac uh uh, you know, you can't be so like, hey, we've, only, we've got all of the best players, the best coaches, the best teams. It's spread pretty geographically, uh, and that's a good challenge. It's good for us, uh, but we love our league, and we're, we're very proud of it. A good competition every week. I mean, you can't get a bad game uh, in, in Hockey East. I, I, I think it, uh, you, you just watch that, that schedule. Pick one, anyone, yeah. you're going to get a good hockey game. Yeah, it used to be before we could almost say, here are the top three teams, and, you know, the other other teams are there, but now it's it's just spread out more. UMass has come on very strong, and, you know, they were never a factor before. Lowell, North, too, right? Lowell, Northeastern, they're all. Before it was like BCBU, just back and forth, but now it's, it's spread more. With your th- three first-round picks, they're no doubt talented, but what's the most difficult transition for a kid coming to college hockey from another level? Oh, just uh you know, the, the strength factor, they're still 18 years old, uh, the three players we have. And so they're going against 22-, 23-year-old players. So I think strength, they're just adjusting to everything. Uh, similar to a you know, football player coming in with Steve, he's got academics, he's got the social environment's different, living away from home. Uh, and then you put in, hey, these guys are pretty good that, you know, I'm competing because they're, they're older, they're stronger. Or, uh, so I think there's all kinds of complex issues. To, yep. It's never easy for anyone to come in. Are the rules any big rule changes? We, we, every year there's something in football. You got anything in hockey? No, no not uh, not earth shaking at all. So no. everything's going to stay the same. They're always looking for you know, concussion protocol and uh, you know the situations well, where yeah. You know, people always think football is a contact sport, yeah. the only contact sport. They say, you ever gone to a hockey game? Yeah, hockey's. A, we're trying to devise better helmets and. But it's, it's always it's a factor. I think soccer for quite a lot. Oh yeah, headers, banging heads and stuff. So, but I think we've been fortunate that we've, you know, we're got great training staff, and there's no question if they think it's a problem, they're going to pull someone off. When I say David Cotton, what do you think about? Oh, just a big, strong leader, uh, just getting better every year, and I think it's going to be uh, certainly a Hobie Baker candidate this year. No kidding. Excellent. And, and in goal, I know you have a kid coming in. Was the first round pick Alex Newhook, right? Alex is the, a forward uh, from Newfoundland. I haven't That's had right. a player from Newfoundland before, so. Wow. Uh, How is your Newfoundlanding? <laughs> is that what they speak? Well, Newfoundies? I know they're a half hour ahead of us in the uh, time zone. You got so. that going for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spencer Knight's the boy. Uh, uh, That's right. He's Spencer the goaltender, and he's, he's very, very good. Uh, and he's big, athletic, and I think he's. You, know, you need that goaltender. You need the quarterback. Those similar similarities. Hockey's very similar in that regard, right? Oh, I think it's it's team sport. It's physical. It's it, you need to be team above individual, uh, and you know it's. I think it's unbelievable amount of similarities. Yeah, we we were talking the last week actually about the the resurgence of popularity of hockey. You know, you go down Route Nine now, you get that place in Wellesley. It's a megaplex hockey hockey yeah. uh, rinks. That's is that changed now? Uh, it seems like with the way you're talking, it has. It's a lot more talent. 
seems to be like there's a lot more talent out there. Yeah, and spread out through the country too. You know, Arizona, California, yeah. Florida. Yeah. As the NHL expanded, the base grew. Uh, so it's it's yeah, it's a lot of you know. Before it used to be just 15 miles of BC was your, your team, you know. But right, uh, we're all over the map now. Well, we can't wait to watch. It's going to be a terrific season, no doubt. It always is. Jerry York, the legendary Jerry York, the Hockey Hall of Famer. Thanks so much for joining us. Good luck this year. So let's take on Louisville. I'm ready for it. Are you right ready? Now. Are ready. you ready? Steve never puts me in, though. I always... He's been on a few road trips with yeah. us in the past. Yeah, you went to clubs in one year. I, yeah, I did, yeah. That's... Yes. Yeah. That's kind of what was on your bucket list, yeah. you told me, right? That's right. <laughs> you How about Louisville? Louisville on your bucket list? Go to the Louisville <laughs> Slugger factory right across the street. And Churchill Downs. Also. Right also across the street, yes. yes. Hopefully A.J. Dillon will be running like that on Saturday. But, and maybe David Bailey, too. Coach York, thank you. That's Jerry York of the BC. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The passion. 25, The fury. Getting blood. Down he goes. The speed. Best in college football from coast to coast. Touchdown, Ole Miss. 13 nothing Buckeyes. On the goal line. Touchdown, Texas. Falls on the carpet. Georgia says we have it. He's in. Touchdown, Michigan. This is the College Football Blitz. Listen on Saturdays this fall on College Sports Now on TuneIn. Second down and 10 from the 15-yard line of the Demon Deacons. Give to David Bailey, throwing the ball to the end zone and caught for a touchdown. Man, oh man, the halfback option pass to Chris Garrison for the score. And the Eagles trail 27-23. How do you like that? Is that bow worthy? Yes, yes, it is. Go ahead and bow. This is the Boston College Football Show presented by Bud Light. For more of tonight's show, let's go back to Donahue's with your host, John Peter Perel. Well. A highlight-filled reel for BC offensively on Saturday against Wake Forest. Coach, that was in the bag there, the halfback option from David Bailey to Chris Garrison. Well executed. How'd you get it done? I mean, David did a great job. You know, he, he sold it, and then he, and he pulled himself up, and he threw a great ball. I mean, David, people don't realize that David Bailey's a great athlete. He was a great high school basketball player. He's one of those kids that can play any sport. Wow. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's really something. I mean... As big and powerful and strong as he is, he's got great feet, great eye-hand coordination. You know, uh, it's really kind of a freaky athlete. You got a few of those guys on your team right now, right? Like yeah. Joey Lucchetti. Yeah, Joey is a great basketball player too. Um, yeah, yeah, very good, very good, very good hooper. When you listen to Jerry York, I know you've had a long-time relationship with him. What do you think about? Oh, coaches, he's just got great insight in everything. I mean, he's got great experience. Um, not only here at Boston College, but just in general in, in terms of the college game, uh, recruiting, motivation, um, all kinds of things. And, um, you know, he's he's been in this business a long time and worked his way up in this career, which, you know, I respect, you know, and uh, um, just done a fabulous job. But just 26 years being a head coach is uh, remarkable. 
and be loved by his players. I mean, not just, you know, be loved. And, and that's a, I think that's a really awesome thing, and I think it, it's a great representative of Boston College. That's what Boston College is all about. You know, it's not – it's all about the, the relationships and the development. And uh, so, you know, they hit a home run with Coach York for sure. Well, going in the Hall of Fame there on November 18th up in Toronto, so – Oh, wow, Toronto. That's where my daughter just moved to. Maybe we'll have to go up there. There you yeah, go. Yeah, she's, she's in Toronto right now. I've never been. I know they got great some of the best Italian food you've ever seen, a great Italian section in Toronto. I'm pretty jacked up about that right now. So maybe we'll go have Italian food and go watch Jerry get inducted. And there you go. They'll make for See a- our grand dog and our daughter and son-in-law. <laughs> and it's a good weekend. <laughs> Makes for a good weekend, absolutely. Yeah. Do you yeah. find yourself at every stop you've been kind of tapping into some coaches for their philosophies in terms of how they deal with their teams? Yeah, I mean, I res- when, I res- when I come across coaches I have a great respect for and the way they run their program, their staying power, their character, um, that's that's when you, you, you pay really close attention to it, you know. And uh, there's, there's the, there are those individuals out there, and, and, and there's a reason why they're so successful, you know. So um, they're great people to pay attention to and follow and you look at to Satterfield coming up with Louisville the coach that's developing his program our keys to the game Louisville's two and two yep. tough loss opening night to Notre Dame they beat the directional schools eastern Kentucky western Kentucky and they lost to Florida State coming off a of bye week what does that mean you think for them well I mean what it usually means is you're going to have a fresh team they're home they're off a of bye week and that means you're probably going to see some wrinkles that you haven't seen before you know, and that's always ducky when you're, you know, a little bit young on defense. So we got to just, you know, prepare the best we can for what we think will possibly be those wrinkles. Um, but in the same breath, I feel like we were kind of hitting our stride last week, you know. So, you know, I like that too, you know. Um, and we just got to go on the road, which, you know, I think sometimes, you know, we're on the road and we, we handle that well. Um and we're just going to have to play well early. Uh, they're explosive. You said it. They're like uh, whatever they are in the conference now rushing. I mean, you know, the, there's no shortage of explosive plays. So we've been in some wars, um, you know, uh, and I think that uh, I'm hoping that's going to pay some dividend. Um, but we've got to continue to improve, no doubt about it. Now you had a, uh, a compliment. I saw us each week you kind of hear the same thing, same mantra coming from the opposing coaches that, the BC style is extremely difficult to prepare for. Yeah. Uh, the physical, multi-tight ends, power back, power running, downhill. And we hear it, but to hear it from your competition that it's a difficult yeah. week to prep, uh, you know, it's got to be encouraging for you. The team struggle to prepare for you guys. Well, yeah, I mean, because just look at the fact that I'm watching the tape trying to see teams like us play against them. I can't find can't them. can't find you know. them, yeah. Um, so, you know, like last week, we spent an awful lot of time trying to simulate Wake Forest because they're unique and different. And I think, you know, the, the benefit that, you know, Louisville has is they've had a bye week to do that. You know, um, you, you know, you'd love to catch them on a short week like that. Um, but we are probably different than the Everybody, average bear in yeah. college football. Yeah. Um, but yet, you know, in the same breath, we have a lot of multiplicity. I mean, we can run the spread runs, the spread options, the, you know, you know we have a big, we, you know, we run a lot of similar type of plays as, as, as the Rams with the bunches and the two-by-two two and three-by-one bunches and the naked game and sprint-out game. So, 
you know, hopefully we can present some problems. But the, the moral of the story is I, I feel confident and I can tell you that people respect the fact that our program is, you know, is going to be fundamentally sound and tough. And, but I just, we, the only thing I worry about is like, you know, people say, they don't, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to play us, but, and, uh, but, you know, we don't want to just beat them up. We want to win. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You know, sometimes you beat them up. That's great. You know, and that helps the next week's opponent, but we, we got to beat them up and win. And, 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 you know, that means, you know, when we have our opportunities to score more points, we've got to handle that. And that means we've got to get off the field. Um, you know, uh, and that's all part of it. But, uh, you know, the object is to have more po- points than the opponent does at the end of the game. So um, that's that's what I'll be concerned about. Anthony Brown through five games. Where is, is his report guard headed? Well, I think Anthony played his best game on uh, on Saturday, in my opinion. Um, you know, I think there's, like all of us, coaches and players alike, we have room to grow and develop, and I think he has room in there, I think, um, but I thought that the bulk of his work was uh, much more consistent. I liked his look, I like his leadership, and I think he's got a, a, a chance to play his very, very best game this week. We're looking forward to it. Should be another good one. BC and Louisville coming up on Saturday at 1230. Coach, great job. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Very special thanks to Jerry York, our special guest. Also, Jason Baum, Paul Criscione, and the Gridiron crew. He's Pete Cronin. Pete, we won't be here next week. You can come by anyway. For the bye week, we will not be here. Maybe you and I will meet here anyway. Jerry and I are going to meet. Maybe break bread. Maybe do an interview. Who knows? (laughs) Maybe. Bye week next week. We'll be back again on the next Monday night, October 14th. So we look forward to that. This is the BC Football Show. Have a great week, everybody. Good night from Donahue's in Watertown. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.